Welcome to the Family OS Podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Tanner. We're obsessed with creating the family life we desire, and we call it the Family Operating System. Join us each week to learn how to improve communication, be in control of your future, and love life. Welcome to the Family OS Podcast. Ah, here we are. Hanging out again. My name is Kate Wendell, and um, well, um, we had uh, we had some family things that we needed to take care of. And with that being said, uh, we we didn't have an episode last week, but um, I want to fill you in on what's um, what's happening as um, I've started to fill you in. And over the over the last uh, couple of weeks, and maybe you've even seen on social media what's been going on, and I want to just give you a little bit more insight of what's happening and where uh, Tanner and I are going as far as uh, our, the future and the direction we see for Family OS. Um, and so it all, first and foremost, um, something that I had in a conversation I had years ago when I was still in radio and I was interviewing um, a particular band that was coming in and I was standing with the lead singer and another coworker. And uh, we found out that um, the lead singer was celebrating his 11th wedding anniversary that day. And so my coworker asked, well, so what's, what's the secret to, you know, 11 years of marriage, right? We hear this all the time asking married couples, you know, what's the secret? And his response was, without missing a beat, marry the right person. And I never forgot that. Gosh, man, and that was probably, uh, I don't know, somewhere in 2013, 20, 2014, maybe maybe 2014, 2015, some, some, somewhere around that time frame. Um, and, and I never forgot it. And I thought how powerful that is uh, and how true, right? How true. You got to marry the right person. And as uh, Tanner and I got married and we, um, you know, combining lives, combining businesses, um, just, just blending things together, we realized that we just, you know, we truly have this passion for relationships. And we wanted to just create a community of married couples who are all cheering each other on and working to better their marriage and um, have thriving families. And we just, we just had this amazing vision and as we started coaching married couples, we realized that not all of them should probably stay married. And, uh, and of course, we're, we're not proponents of divorce. However, uh, sometimes recognizing that might actually be the necessary step. Um, and also just realizing like they've got a lot of history of just so many things. You know, the, the hurt file cabinet is... That that cabinet drawer, you know, is is uh, is deep, you know, and we're of course, of course, uh, you know, newly married, you know, we're we're coming up on our as I record this, we're coming up on our five, uh, uh, or I should say, you know, fifth wedding anniversary early early next year in 2022, and um, you know, we don't have the years behind us, however, we've done a lot of work. And we've accomplished a lot in a short period of time. And so we we knew that we had so much to offer couples and families. Um, however, it it really became 
aware or just very clear to us that not all these couples really want to work on their marriage. It's a really hard thing. It's a hard thing to admit like, hey, my marriage isn't that great. And uh, it's just better if we focus on the kids or if we, you know, just focus on our jobs. Um, Just don't ruffle the feathers. Let's just leave it status quo. It's good enough, right? It's good enough. And, uh, and we really came in contact with a lot of that kind of, um, response and that, that, that's just not how we operate. You know, we're always looking for ways to improve. And I say that not because we, uh, we, we can't be happy and okay with the present and the current. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, more of that. There's just always room to grow. There's always room to learn something new. I don't ever want to stop learning in my lifetime. I never want to start growing and deepening my connection with my husband and my children. Um, I want to continue to learn and expand my mind so I can continue to be a better wife and a better mother. Um, so, so that's really where I was coming from. And, and that's where Tanner and I both come from. And we weren't really seeing that with the married couples we were helping. Um, as a whole, not, I'm not saying all of them were like that, but as a whole generalizing here in that, um, this was, I, I would say this was the majority, let's put it that way. Um, so as we continue to move through building family OS, it recently became very, very clear of that story of talking with that lead singer back so many years ago when I was in the New York City studios that you you got to marry the right person. And I and as I think back on my life, I actually practiced that without even realizing it because I didn't meet Tanner until I was 40. We got married when I was 41. And then I had my kids um, at 42 and 44. So I think back on my life uh, and I, and I share my story of, you know, just wanting to be a wife and a mother and have my own family since I was a little girl. And as I got older and I got into the workforce, you know, and just working and like, you know, building this amazing radio career, but also feeling this void of like, but I, I just, I just want to have my own family. I just want to be married and have and have kids and and be a mom and that wasn't how my my life was playing out. But really I was practicing that truth of marry the right person because I was engaged to be married at 23 and about 6 months into that engagement I realized he wasn't the right person and I called off that wedding which was an extremely difficult time in my life but I did it. And I grew from it. I learned from it and I became stronger because of it. And I'm also very grateful that I didn't, I didn't say yes to the wrong person and commit to the sanctity of marriage because it probably would have ended in divorce or I would be in a very like stale marriage. And I, and I just, I don't want that for anyone. And I think of how my marriage is right now. I'm like, man, I definitely don't want those stale and just, surviving kind of marriages because marriage is fun. Marriage is exciting. There's, there's so, it's so amazing to be with the right person. I'm not saying that Tanner and I don't have difficult days or we don't argue or, you know, or just spent, (laughs) 
we have we have those days, but we are in it together though. And we're in it to figure it out together and to enjoy and love our marriage and our family. And so I I think back, you know, over over my single years that that was what I was practicing to marry the right person. And I did. And I married the right person. And I learned a lot along the way that helped me get to a place where I could get out of dead-end relationships, toxic relationships, and move into a healthy relationship with myself, which then in turn became also my relationship with Tanner and my marriage. So just a few months ago, a couple months ago, we uh, we had this aha moment. Tanner and I had this aha moment that we're like, oh yeah, Kate, this is your story. You were single till you were 40. <laughs> you know what it's like to still want to be married, wondering where your guy is, wanting that quote unquote American dream, which I don't know if that quite looks the same as it did when I was a little girl. However, you know, we all still have our, our dream of, of what the, the ideal marriage and family looks like. And so we, um, we realized that, yeah, there are women who still want to get married, have a family. They're getting older. The biological clock is ticking. It is a real thing. <sighs> Go watch My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> Um, phenomenal movie, by the way. Um, but there is, there is something to it. You know, we don't have forever to have babies. No, that's not how we're designed. And some of us want to be able to carry life and have babies. And that's a beautiful thing. That's how, that's part of how we were designed. And I support that. I support the women who want to have a healthy marriage and a a beautiful, healthy home to bring life into it. And so we made a shift. We made a shift. And that's where, you know, if you follow uh, socials, you know, um, really the, the, main, uh, the, the main one is on Instagram, the Kate Wendell. You can, you can follow me there, what's going on. Um, I, I do post on Facebook. My Facebook page is still attached to my radio name and the radio career because of Facebook rules. <laughs> um, and, and so we're still working out those logistics, but, um, but I'll, uh, I'll share a link in, in the show notes. So you can at least still find me on Facebook, even though again, it's still tied to, um, my radio name that was, a uh, was a stage name. Um, and so we're just kind of figuring out how to still work around that. However, um, Instagram, you know, join me on Instagram the Kate Wendell. And I, and I will fill you in on all things that I'm doing. And so that is, um, where I'm at here today as I want to teach you a little bit about, um, what I'm doing, um, how I'm leading single women. And, you know, as we got started on this, we thought, okay, well, you know what, we're going to find women, you know, who are older in their thirties, maybe forties, who still want to get married, still want to have kids. Um, and quite frankly, women who have been divorced, uh, who are, you know, uh, or, or, or just they're, but they're moms, you know, they're just, they're not, they're not with a guy, whatever those circumstances are, but maybe they're a single mother. Um, they're coming in and they're looking, they're seeking for help to find the right guy. And look, if that's not you, that's cool. Um, but this is what I truly believe is part of what I'm called to do because it's 
It's what I went through, the struggle and the suffering I went through is now to be able to help other women move past this stage of their life. And and, and I'm helping. It's amazing. It's beautiful to see how these women are transforming their lives in right now just a, a short period of time that we've been we've been doing this and getting started. Um, so I, 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 I know that this might not be everyone's path. And hey, if you're a guy listening, because I know that we've been speaking into the marriage world, right? And we've got men and women who are part of our audience. Um, uh, if you are a male single, maybe a divorced dad, hang tight, because I think this is something that will come down the pike, but we we just got to go one step at a time, hang tight. But also just if you're listening and like, you're not the single woman still looking for marriage and family, um, maybe you know someone who is, and this will be beneficial for them, right? So take a listen. I want to share with you what I'm doing and um, and how you can continue to keep connected with me and, and continue to learn. Um, because we we all need to better our relationships in in some way. So some of the things that I'm I'm going to share with you today might actually just benefit you just in relationships in general, right? It's not it's not uh, just for single people. It's it's about you internally as a person and how you attract healthier relationships, which is ultimately what I want to do. I want to help single women attract good. Um, good men into their life for them to find that lifelong partner. Um, so one of the things when I first started improving my life, like I, you know, I was in all these dead end relationships and I realized that I'm like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta do something different here. This is, this is not working out. I took ownership. I took ownership and realized like, Hey, I am the common denominator here. So (laughs) what can I do a little differently here? And that's not to live in regret. That doesn't mean that, you know, beat myself up. Um, You know, oh God, Kate, why did you do that? You shouldn't have done that. Like, it's nothing like that. But I think we need to get away from pointing the finger that it's someone else's fault or it's because of the, the circumstances that this is where my life is. Look, and there's sometimes circumstances that are a bit out of our control. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. Um, but what I what I have found is that when you can take ownership for where you are in life and uh, and and how you show up in these circumstances, that makes a world of a difference to ultimately live a different life. I have this exercise that uh, if you if you draw a square on a piece of paper and in the top left corner, you write what I think in the top right corner you put what I feel in the bottom right corner, you write what I do. And then back around to the bottom left corner, you put what I get and you go clockwise, right? What I think, well, I had this story that all men were jerks. All men were jerks. Uh, they didn't want to commit. Uh, I was good enough to date, not good enough to marry. And I had this whole story about why I was still single. And so what I thought basically gave me what I felt. And I felt depressed and I felt lonely and I felt not good enough. I felt like there was something wrong with me. And so then what do I do? Well, I go about my life um, 
with a bad attitude, not showing up fully and in, in joy for where I am in life, because there are still, even when we are in the midst of darkness and tragedy and trauma, there are still blessings in our life. And to focus on that is how we get ourselves through the tough times. But instead, because what I felt was that I wasn't good enough and there was something wrong with me and all men are jerks and no one wants to commit, then what I do is I go out and still meet jerks and I act like poor me, I'm the victim. And what do I get? I get more dead-end relationships. Maybe I don't actually get to thrive in my life with my friendships, with my job. Maybe it deters me from getting a promotion or some kind of gig that I was looking for. I continue to end up in toxic relationships. And so this cycle continues. And anytime it's what I think is negative, it leads into what I feel, what I do, and what I get. All that will feed that story that you are thinking in your head. But if I think something more positively that I think, you know what? There are good men out there. And I think that I will, excuse me, I will find the right guy. Then what do I feel? I feel worthy. I feel hopeful. I feel energized that my, you know, my day will come. I will find this guy. I feel like I am good at my job because I'm confident, right? And so what do I do? I act accordingly. And so I show up more powerfully. I show up more confidently. I start going out on dates where I'm being a little bit more wiser about who I choose to date. And so what do I get? I get better guys. I get a better work environment. I get better friendships. I get more enjoyment out of life, right? So this works both ways. And so part of the framework that I teach these single women is your story. I mean, you got, first off, you gotta, you gotta just own where you are. Why are you where you are, right? So this, this applies for anyone, single or not. Why are you where you are right now? And why is it important to change it? If, if it's not what you want, right? Like if you're good with where you are for certain things, cool. You know, just keep, keep adding the good stuff onto that. But we're, but I'm talking about the things that aren't working right now. So why, why are you where you are? Take ownership of it and say, why is it important to change that? And out of that comes your story, right? Because we have a story that we tell ourselves every single day. We tell ourselves things every day, right? I think we have, gosh, man, I think, I always look up how many thoughts we have a day. And then I, uh, I really should write it down. Um, note to self, (laughs) but I mean, we're, we're in, we're in the thousands of thoughts that we have a day and, uh, majority of them are negative. Unfortunately, it's just the way our brain works because we get, we, we get into like survival mode and we're, we're primal, you know, at the, at the heart, at the heart of it, we are primal beings. And so because of that, because of that, we, we, we go into a survival mode, right? So we are, we are primal beings. So we have thousands of thoughts a day. And unfortunately, majority of them are negative. So we got to start working on how we're going to shift around that. And that starts with the story we tell ourselves. What are we telling ourselves about ourselves, like about ourselves, about the people around us, 
about our experiences, what are we what are we telling ourselves? Because this in turn creates who we are, our identity. Oh, I'm the girl that no one wants to marry. I'm the depressed girl. Oh, I I have anxiety. I'm not saying that people aren't depressed and, and anxious, but man, don't let it identify you who as to who you are. It's something that you're working on and you're working through to be in a better place so that doesn't consume you. But that's not who you are. Are you a mother? Are you a father? Are you a sister, a brother, a wife, a husband? Are you a leader? Are you a team player? Are you a friend? Are you a sponsor? Who are you? Right? And so the stories we tell ourselves create this identity. And so we want that to match up. We want it to match up to the best of our ability. And something that I've realized working with some of the single women is that they dream about finding their their good guy, right? Their Mr. Right. And they they if 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 you know all things align, they would have this beautiful marriage, doing, you know, adventurous things and having fun with their husband and living life and having babies and all the all the stuff, all the dreams, right? But then they tell the story of like thinking that, you know, men are jerks, they're cheaters, they're liars, they're narcissists. They're tell this is what they tell me. Now, I know on the flip side, men can say, you know, things like that and label women, right? We've all had our experiences of bad relationships. And so I certainly know that uh men can think the same way about women, you know, and 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 calling names and labels and being frustrated with women. But I'm telling you from from a, a, a place that these single women are looking for their Mr. Right. They're dreaming up all the things that they want, but the story they tell themselves isn't matching up. And I want to help close that gap because what we think we create, as I gave you that that square, right? What I think is what I feel, then what I do and what I get. So what you think is what you get. And really the, at the heart of it is we've got to start thinking better and more positively. And it's, and right now, more than ever, our mind is our best real estate. It is our best asset and it is being attacked right now. So I encourage you to do everything you can to protect it with truth and goodness. And the best place to start with that is the Bible. And then you find people who you can listen to that will feed you continuous truth based on truth, because what you think matters and it will ultimately be what you create. There's this uh, sort of story uh, to really to uh, just put a, put a story to, to this exercise is that there are 50 amazing, uh, or I should say there are 50 men in a room, 49 of them, amazing, absolutely amazing, they are good quality men. They want to get married. They have all the wonderful assets. They're just they're just good godly men, right? But one of them's a jerk. One of them's a cheater. One of them's a liar. One out of the 49. Not not a good guy. But when we go in ladies, you go in with the mindset that men are jerks, men are liars, men are cheaters. You're going to get in that room and the one guy that you are going to be attracted to and get connected with is the cheater because that is where your mind thinks that is where your mind goes. And it ultimately is what you create. And to give you another context to that, 
everything that we have in this world was first a thought. The phone that you're listening to this podcast on, the computer and the microphone that I'm using to record it, the piece of paper right here with my notes, my eyeglasses so that I can see, my water bottle, right? Like there are, there are, there are, everything was a thought first before it was created. And the same goes for your life. What do you want? I want to help you live the dreams that you have for yourself. I want to help you dream big and beautiful. I give you permission to dream the most amazing things. And for some people, that's actually a hard thing to do because of how they were raised and the environment they were brought up in and the experiences that they had. So for some people, that's really a hard thing to do. So I work on helping you have those dreams, but I also help for you to be able to fulfill on them. And the first thing that we need to do is change the story, give ourselves a new identity so that you can get a different result. And so this is just the first part of the framework that I created called the single framework. Single. So it stands for story, identity, non-negotiables, goals, lessons, and enjoyment. Single framework. And I go deeper into these as I coach women. I dive into how we can work through these things in my in my five-day finding him challenge. And this is not five days like, oh, you're going to find the guy. This is five days of how you can just make a shift to start getting a different result. I want to help you find him. I can't guarantee that. But I believe that if you come into my five-day challenge, you're going to gain clarity. You're going to gain more confidence. You're going to have a better awareness. You're going to have more tools in the tool belt so that you can attract the guy of your dreams. That's what I'm doing. Helping women find the right guy, marry the right person. Tanner and I still have this dream of how we envision family OS with thriving marriages and beautiful, loving families that in turn will create these amazing, healthy, abundant communities. It all starts in the home. What happens in the home matters. And we're seeing the effects of how dysfunctional our families have been over the decades and what's happening to our communities. This is, this is a cause and effect right here, just on this alone. And so we want to continue to change that. We want to work at changing that so that we start to see the divorce rate go down, the marriage rate go up. We see thriving marriages, beautiful, healthy families, and in, in turn, um, amazing, abundant communities. And that's the mission that we're on. And we also believe that the best way to really serve these women, and like I said, guys, you're this, you know, a single guy out there, uh, hang tight because I think the guy, the, the guy stuff's coming, but we're going to start, you know, one step at a time, right? One step at a time um, and start with the women. Um, so, so just keep following us. We'll let you know when, when the guy stuff is available. And ho hopefully, you know, at some point next year, I mean, that's really, that's really what what we see, but we've got to um, we got to just do one thing at a time, and so we want to help women, and we want to help women realize that they can take ownership of their life. They do not need to feel whole with a guy. They can be whole on their own and understand how they work together. God designed man and woman beautifully to be intertwined and connected. 
and we want to continue to help men and women live that out. And so we're going to start focusing more on how we can do these five-day challenges and really get deeper into what what I can teach and share with you and how how that could look also even long-term. And so because of that, we are moving away from the podcast. It's been uh, a little bit of a, of a, of a hard choice to make. <sighs> Quite frankly, I really didn't want to give it up. <laughs> um, but the more I realize that I need to be in a place to teach and train and lead women, I need to be in a place where I can do that fully wholeheartedly without uh, distraction, without being pulled in multiple directions. And really the the only other pull that I have is the time that I need to dedicate to my family, to my children, which in turn will be another thing I will teach women as they find their guy and 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 start a family, you know, marrying and and start a family. So uh so I have to I have to continue to to lead based off of what I do myself. And so helping women see where they can make a shift in their life to be able to attract a better guy, it's really basically teaching them what I did when I was single, how I shifted my mind and my actions. I changed my story for a different result. And so, uh, and, and it worked. And now I get to teach other women to do the same thing. Uh, so with that being said, I am, uh, I, I'm going to uh, let you know, next week will be our final episode of the Family OS podcast. Um, I'm going to come back next week and share with you more of the single framework so you still get a better idea of what it is I'm I'm doing with women. Um, and ultimately, like, you know, if you're not the single female, that's okay. Um, these things are still really important just for life tools that you can take with you. Um, please come back and listen and and um, I'll also share more of how you can stay connected with me um, and with me and Tanner moving forward. Um, for now, you can follow us. Uh, again, follow me on Instagram, the Kate Wendell. And um, we're going to run another challenge in December, um, findinghimchallenge.com. And uh, I'll have that link in the show notes as well. Um, but I'm, I'm going to come back final episode next week of the Family OS podcast, so that we can really, truly dive in fully of how we can serve uh, women. And then hopefully in turn, we'll, we'll be able to expand that to the men um, without the, the pull of multiple, multiple things. A podcast is, it's a lot of work. If you think you could be like, oh yeah, cool. Let me just like open up a microphone and start recording. I mean, you can, um, but to really use it fully and wisely um, it takes a lot of, a lot of energy and work. And we want to put that towards how we can best serve, um, the women in our community right now and our growing community. Um, so that's, so that's where we're at. And if it seems fit to, uh, start the podcast up again and create something new, um, we'll let you know that too. And we're open to knowing that, um, having our own platform and, a, and our own podcast again in the future is a possibility. We're open to it. Um, don't, don't know if that'll actually play out, but, 
um, whatever seems to be the right step to be able to serve and lead as many people as, as possible, as many people as we can, like those are the steps that we'll take and we'll do. So I hope you come join me for, um, next week. It'll be our final episode of the uh, family OS podcast. Um, I'll be here elaborating more on the single framework, some really great things that you can take with you into life. And, um, any of those links that I shared with you today, I'll make sure posted in the show notes. And, um, I'm just so grateful for your support along the way. Um, truly you've been amazing to allow us to, um, have a successful podcast over this past year and, um, to, to really, um, just continue to be connected to the community. We're, we're truly grateful for that. So love you so much. And, uh, I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Family OS Podcast. We have a special gift that we'd love to give you. Text us the word POD, P-O-D, to 720-459-4219, and we'll text you back. Until next time.